Welcome back to Film Vloggers. We review films with vlog dead horses, so you don't have to. Is this week's film choice a complete waste of your viewing time? Much like vlogging slash beating a dead horses, get it? Please head over to www.filmvloggers.com to check out all of our previous vloggings. And while you're there, maybe hang out for a while, look around and vote for our next film. Click on vote or visit www.filmvloggers.com forward slash vote. Are you an idiot? If so, please check out our idiot's guide to reviewing us, where even a big dummy like you can leave us a red-hot review. Here at Film Vloggers, we pride ourselves on offering one-star content with five-star effort. Once on the website, please click on Idiot's Guide, or visit us at www.filmvloggers.com forward slash review hyphen us. That should have been Idiot's Guide. My fault, I didn't change the URL. Annoying. Once again, filmvloggers.com forward slash review hyphen us. Believe it or not, we now have a Patreon. I know what you're thinking. You have the audacity to ask us to pay to receive more of this. Forceful dramatic effect. Yes. We have a Patreon-exclusive show called Near Pickers. I think you'll like it. Please visit www.filmflogs.com forward slash support hyphen us. Again, that hyphen is annoying. Should have removed it. Or head straight to our Patreon page. Patreon.com forward slash film wafflers. No idea why I did film wafflers. Another mistake. Where you can support us for as little as one British pound or a buck fifty. And while you're on the website, punch that big purple subscribe button and tell a friend about the vlog. Wife, husband, boyfriend, girlfriend, partner, mistress, your nan, granddad, your kids. They can tell their friends. They can tell their friends at school about the vlog. But in all seriousness, this really helps the podcast grow and enables us to enrich or ruin the lives of the hundreds of millions of earlobes we haven't reached yet. Welcome to 15 Minutes of Vlog, the bite-sized companion piece to the world-renowned Film Vloggers podcast. Each week, you'll find me, Ben, a notorious waffler. And me, Fiona. Yeah, what are you, Fiona? That wasn't in the script. The renowned... Oh, I... Uh, and me, Fiona, the renowned bullshit trivia queen. Yeah, okay. Attempt to review a film in just 15 minutes. Ooh. Welcome. Oh, I've already done the welcome bit. Am I having the welcome bit at the end or at the start? At the start. Right. Well, that's it then, isn't it? Well, let me just pull up some stuff about this. Fifth element. Good film. Decent. Look at the song. Right, okay, should we make a start? Oh, do you want to get a countdown? No, actually, no, yeah, don't worry about that. I'll, I'll just put it on my end. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay, hello. Hello, hello, Ben. Yeah, hi, Tom, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. Hello? Yeah, we're here. And uh, we're talking about the fifth element. This is another 15-minute episode. Yeah. Yeah, we're just, we're just getting it done. Let's just get it done. <laughs> we're getting I'm it done. I'm bored of the fifth element now. Good film. Done a review on uh, the uh, Moving the Needle podcast. Thanks for having me. Good. Good show. Good set of people. Well, I've made reference to this on the Demolition Man episode that me and Fiona did. It was a bit of a butcher fair. So, you know, a bit of a shame. Bit of a shame. But, uh, you know, you live and learn, eh? You have to yeah. improve. You make mistakes and you grow from them and come back bigger and stronger and better. Okay? Yeah, I agree. So, I think we could have probably done an hour on this. I think it's yeah, it's got some stuff in it. No, it's, there's loads in it. I mean, it's... We probably should have done an hour on it. I mean, maybe in the future. Maybe we'll come back to it one day. But I'm just trying to milk it for its content, so I thought we'd do a quick 15 minute just to get um, get some more out of it. Yeah. I mean, I think we should just dive straight into this, to yeah. be honest. Oh, yeah. Right, well, so should we set, yeah. I'll set a timer as well. Uh, it's only 15 minutes you see these episodes, Tom. It's it's not easy. Yeah, well, it's tight. You've it's got tricky. to be selective with what you say. Okay. Right. Go, go, go! I've started. Right. Oh, we're in. Fuck. Here we go. Okay, so uh, fifth element, Luc Besson. Besson. A bit oh. of uh, 1997. Oh. 
I think some Bruce Willis, you know, established action star at the moment. Shall I give a quick synopsis of this? Oh, oh, right. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here we go. Very quickly. So in uh, in the 21st century, a New York City cabbie, Corbin Dallas, Bruce Willis, finds the fate of the world in his hands when Lilo, Mila Djokovic, falls into his cab. Together with Father Vita Cornelius, Ian Holm, and zany broadcaster, Ruby Rod, Chris Tucker, not Chris Rock, Dallas must race against time and the wicked industrialist, Zorg, Gary Oldman, to save humanity. Okay. That's Chris Tucker, not Chris Rock, okay? No. Yeah, let's just get that right from the off. Yeah. And, um, I mean, to be quite honest, as far as plot goes, I think that probably is about as as far as we'll go with plot, because if we go any deeper than that, I think I'll start exposing my complete lack of understanding of what's going on. I think that's all you need. She's the fifth element. Lilo's the fifth element. There you go. Yeah, she's the fifth element. The great evil, Mr. Shadow who rings up Gary Oldman at some point and starts going... Planet, yeah, the planet of evil, basically. What are you doing? I need this. It's coming. And then the brown sauce starts coming down the face. Yeah. Well, it starts leaking from the comb-over. Yeah. The, the comb-over starts bleeding. But, I mean, we should just say that, you know, Luke Besson, 1997, this is... I mean, I think in terms of in terms of the adjectives I'd use to describe this, I mean, it's, it's creative, it's ambitious, it's tongue-in-cheek... I don't think in any way it's trying to take itself too seriously, but I understand with Luke Besson. I mean, this is after he's done um, Leon, which is obviously, you know, absolute. Is this, this is after that, isn't it? I think that was 94, yeah, Leon maybe, was or something. 94, I think, yeah. You know, so he's at Nikita before that, of course, you know, and that was a training ground. That was a good one. Yeah, yeah, good. I've, I've seen that. I've seen the remake. I can't remember what the remake's called. Oh, I've got it here, actually. Point of No Return is the American remake. Of Nikita? Yeah. Okay, right, I haven't seen that. Um, but I mean, he's obviously a very, he's talented sort of, well, he's a, you know, he's a visual filmmaker. Yeah. Well, I, th- I think The Fifth Elements, yeah, I think it's it's a very unique film. I don't think um, many have been made like this before or since, to be honest. In terms of uh, Besson, I've not really, apart from, well, this, obviously, as you said, Nikita, Leon, I've seen Lucy. I haven't seen the whole, that. You know, using more than 10% of your brain with, with Scarlett Johansson. He's produced a hell of a lot as well. Like he's produced, we've spoke about it, um, Neil by Mouth. Oh, God, yeah. That's why Gary Oldman's in this, because I think Besson financed a, a good chunk of Neil by Mouth, and he was a producer. So I think Gary was like, well, yeah, okay, I'll do The Fifth Element because you did that for me. Because I'm not sure Gary was a big fan of his performance in this, which you know, I think is a bit of a shame. I think he's, he's top notch. Oh, yeah, I think he's good in this, yeah. Taken, I know he produced that, those kind of films. It's quite extraordinary to mention Neil by Mouth in the same, in the same sort of you know 15 minutes as... Uh, as Fifth Element, I mean, the nil by mouth is is hideous. I mean, it's absolutely grim, isn't it? Yeah, horrendous. I think it's based on Luke on um, on Gary Oldman's own experience of like having an alcoholic father and all this stuff. I think I think that's what it's based. I think it's where it came from. But yeah, absolutely grim. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, worth a watch. But um, yeah, just prepare yourselves. Well, as as we said, I think we spoke about it. You know, maybe one day if we can uh, muster up the. Uh, I don't know what do you need. Well, you need energy. You need. Uh, I don't know what you need for that, but you need something. You need resilience, I think, to make a film like Nil by Mouth. You know, Bruce Willis, you know, Mila Djokovic. Is it Mila or, or Mila Djokovic? Miller, 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 Mila, Mila, Mila. I don't know. But this is the first, this is the first sort of main, this is the main, uh, like, debut, isn't it, really? I think so, yeah. Yeah, she's still pretty young in this, like, 20, 21. Yeah, I mean, she's very, I mean, I mean, everyone's, t- everyone's very good in it. I mean, the poor Mrs. Are, are one of the standout bits of this. I mean, it's just full of... I mean, every every single segment of it is, is a new, larger than life character is introduced. I mean, it should be said that one of the most, well, I, I guess one of the most um, 
memorable moments from this is the is the Chris Tucker character, the Ruby Ruby Rod. Oh yes, and I mean he he slash she is only introduced about two thirds of the way through. They almost introduce this kind of like comedy sidekick esque role two thirds of the way in, which is quite bold because I mean you'd have thought it would take a full feature length to kind of you would think it would take quite a lot of time to sort of introduce a character like this to it to an audience but yeah i mean she, she she just shows up you know halfway through well two-thirds of the way through oh are we continue with we continue with luke besson's sort of obsession with blowing gary oldman up which is good spoiler alert we have a bit of that uh it's nice to see bruce bruce willis you know i, I think this reminds definitely reminded me of, of you know that bruce was actually he's decent when he cared i think i think i've not seen a great deal of bruce willis in the last you know, 10 maybe 15 years but I've heard that he just kind of just phones it in. He turns up. He's he's in largely pretty wank films now. And um, yeah, I guess naturally he just comes for a paycheck and just goes, uh, you know, grunts a bit. And it's like, oh, that's kind of, I think that's Bruce Willis maybe. I don't know. But you know, good, yeah. Like a good actor and um, he's he's good in this. Plays it well. He cares just about the right amount, I think, in this. It's, um, yeah, I like him in this. Yeah, I mean, what do you think of the costume? I mean, this is another point, the Jean-Paul Gaultier. Oh, yes. You know, design costumes. Well, it's, yeah, well, the, you know, the quirky, flamboyant, colourful. Yeah, well, it just matches the tone of the film, doesn't it? That The tone um, is just is just wild, yeah. Yeah, it is wild. I think that goes down to what the actors are saying, the dialogue, the screenplay. Maybe if you don't know a lot about it, you came into it and just watched this film, you'd be like, sorry, what, what are these people talking about? It's all over the place, but I'm assuming that's kind of the point. And I know Besson wrote this when I think he was like 16 or something. Well, I think he'd maybe started it then, but I know that it took him, de- I think it may have taken him about 10 years to actually finish his script. I believe it took a long time. But it's, um, it's all over the place, but I'm assuming that's, that's on purpose. It's not just because he doesn't know what he's doing. You know, it's just written random characters and random bits of dialogue. It's like it kind of fits in with the tone of the film, so... Well, you could only make a film like that. You could only kind of convince someone to finance this if you had something like, you know, Leon on your CV that you can point to as being a fairly widely established success and be like, yeah, just trust me with this one for people to... Because, I mean, you know, how would you even go about describing this? It's completely surreal. Like the costumes, you've got people dressed like, you know, aristocracy. You've got people dressed up in... You know, we have this sort of opera singing alien... We've got the fat aliens at the beginning who were just walking around, sort of blobbing through that yeah, what pyramid. Are they the Mandashorans? Ma- Mandashorans. Yeah, who just show up to basically go, look, you know, keep an eye on those stones because you know that the, that the evil is coming. How's the opera singer getting those stones in the gut? I've got no idea. You know, whatever, but it's just... I don't know whether that, that, that's been ingested, you know, whether that's an oral job or, or how the hell they've got She's in there. She's slim but... as well. Like, you know, if she was, if she was the, sort of the size of the Mandashorians or whatever, whatever the yeah, that would make sense. Called. Um, you know, yeah, you, you could expect that she would be swallowing those, yeah. Or, well, it's or, four um... bricks. I mean, it's four full-on bricks. Yeah, they're huge as well, yeah. And like, wh- why, why they're in her? No idea. Well, you know, just safekeeping, yeah. We just put them in there. I think the biggest thing for me is the, is the visuals. I think the visuals just, and the practice, it's what's practical. A lot of it's practical effects. You know, the, the city and stuff, they're all models. And then you've got a bit of green screen, of course. Unbelievable. It I, looks I, I couldn't great, actually yeah. believe how well they held up. Considering this is 97. This is the same year as that fucking abomination spawn. The same year. Oh, it's just... I know this has got a bigger budget, but fuck me. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Oh, it's just... I had to watch Jungle Cruise recently with The Rock. Oh, it's just... It's, it's despicable. Oh, is it a CGI thing? Well, it's, it's just too... You know, everything. Every fucking thing on screen. Yeah, but it's got Chai Whitehall in it. I mean, come on. That's yeah. good. Well, I, actually, he, he was actually okay. He was tolerable in that. Oh, really? Yeah, I thought he was fine. 
He was just playing, you know, playing his character well, like whatever. Just every fucking item on screen was CGI. It's CGI'd. I don't know why they, they didn't just CGI the rock. Why not? Well, we're getting to that point, aren't we? Where they'll just start CGing characters in, probably. Yeah. But yeah, the effects, um, yeah, brilliant. Really good. And didn't look out of place at all. The cast is obviously, it's pretty pretty diverse, isn't it, the cast as well? But they, it all works. You know, Ian Holm, reasonably serious actor. He's a safe pair of Playing a bit, yeah. of a bit of a silly character in this. Plays it well. Sets the tone with everyone else. Doesn't look out of place. Good. Decent actor anyway, so. Well, yeah, you know, let's, let's talk about Chris Tucker then. That's, I mean, that's that's what we're here for. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, obviously the the in, the first scene where he's introduced, where Bruce Willis is boarding the the train for his for his cruise, and you get this very sort of quick cut, flashy, slightly naff scene, which is almost like a sort of catwalk look, where it's all this. I mean, I think the character is almost kind of rehearsing how he'll introduce the winner that is Bruce Willis the following night. So it's this whole flashy, showy kind of runway scene which is you know it's i mean it's it's so creative i mean it's so creative i mean how how do you articulate your vision for that scene i don't know how much of it of course is is coming from tucker like imp- you know the improvisation of it and how much is a vision that's you know that that luke besson has yeah that, that's the question i posed in the in the uh the review i did for moving the needle yeah whose vision is that and like what what even is that i, mean, I, I don't even know what were one of my biggest things with, with uh, chris tucker in this is i, I just can't understand like a word he says you know, I know he's singing quite a lot and it's high pitched and oh nah, nah, oh nah. <laughs> that's yeah, yeah. Fine, that's quite funny. Yeah. Yeah, and the thing is that like, you can watch it and go, Well, th- this is one of the most vomit inducing performances I've ever seen on screen. But that's completely nutty the point. He's supposed to be the most obnoxious fucking arsehole imaginable. And he he's absolutely nailed it. Yeah, he has, yeah. Through the screeching, through the singing, through the high you know, Chris Tucker, he's, he's quite high pitched, he's got quite a distinctive voice anyway. But when he starts whispering to the girl, I want to be hearing you. You've had a That was pretty much what I was hearing throughout. That and going like, <laughs> just, just all of a sudden, it was like, Chris, I'm just not. You know, I can see you, you're unbelievably irritating, but like, I just, I can't. I don't know what you're saying. Apart from just all night, all night, and. Ugh, and but it's like, also his movements and you know his mannerisms are just so kind of like sharp and. I mean, it's all it's all very. Um, <laughs> It's all pretty. It's impressive. I mean, I, I think it's an impress. It's imp- it's an impressive performance of someone that ugly. Well, it's it's memorable, isn't it? It's unbelievable. Like you, you, you'd never forget that. Yeah, you won't. Yeah, he's he's, he's kind of shoehorned in at the end as he has his sidekick, and it's like that's a bit. There's no point questioning the plot or what they're doing. Oh no, the you know the decisions the characters are making. It doesn't it doesn't matter, does it? Really? You know, you could say that that's a bit silly. He, he's just shoehorned in at the end of this. Just this guy who's just like Corbin, my man, my man, come over here, man. I can't get the speak to work. <laughs> <laughs> it's like right okay yeah fine but it's yeah it's it's all good isn't it it's it's fun it is fun yeah it is yeah oh man you know nervous you know, wait, two minutes left um what, what do you think a rush hour are you a rush hour bloke yeah not not really no no yeah i think i think this is probably yeah i think this is chris tucker's best stuff, yeah i think it is yeah other than i've seen a bit of rush hour which i'm not that sold on i'm not really sold on chris tucker but i think he he does well here well, I'm not really sold on Jackie Chan personally. I, I just, I mean, he's obviously a good, for, yeah. he's obviously a good, uh, you know, karate guy or whatever he is. I think Jackie Chan's good because he's, um, he's obviously very good at fighting. He sells the whole fighting while in, in a sort of a comedic way. Okay, I think that's quite hard to do. Where you're fighting, you're beating people up, but you like, you, you know, you're fucking jumping through washing machines and you're doing all sort, you know, all like all these silly flips. Because you've obviously got to be quite dedicated to what you're doing to pull it off. But at the same time, how many of them would then retain like a sense of humour? 
Yeah. It's a facial expression as well, isn't it? It's all that. I think he... Yeah. But, I mean, you know, Jackie Chan is not in the fifth element. You know, we're talking about the fifth element, you say. No, no, it's not. No, no. You know, what, what else is there? Yeah. The soundtrack, there's, there's lots of music going on. It is kind of like a... There um, is. A, there's that kind of bell ding that you get in, in Leon, actually, that there's a bit of a... There's a cross... Did you notice that? Yeah. Well, it worked once, you know. Why wouldn't it work again? Uh, but it is very musical. Most of the scenes have got some form of music. played to music, yeah. So, like, you know, you wouldn't go as far as saying it's like a fucking musical. Again, it goes in with what I assume Besson is, is trying to do with this. Oh, wait, no, lost 30 seconds, Christ. Well, you know, fifth element. Well, you know, what do you think? What have you got? Something up for well, us. I, well, I don't know. I mean, I opened up by just... But I mean, the, it's it's impossible to sort of pinpoint what, what it is about this film that you like or, or what the plot, you know, this sort of stuff. But it's it's one of these. It's just, you know, extremely creative. I think it really showcases Luke Besson's talent. Uh, excellent performances. You know, just trippy. Go and watch good costumes, Ben. Go. Yeah, quirky, flamboyant. Cinematography's brilliant. It's, um, yeah, just have a look. That's it. Oh, mate, the Time. alarm's going off. That's it. There we go. Bloody hell. 15 minutes is, is, no, is nothing. Well, it's hard, isn't it? Me and Fiona did um, an Edward Scissorhands last night, and it's like, you know, it's, it's a decent film. Like, you need more than fucking 15 minutes. But that's kind, of the, that's kind of the challenge, isn't it, really? It's kind of the like, you know, <laughs> we need more time, especially me, because, you know, I like to talk a lot. That's the challenge. The problem is with 15 minutes is that I don't know whether I've got, I think it, it yeah. I just need to make sure it doesn't turn, like, I don't become lazy with it because obviously in 15 minutes you can basically just, like, just chat a load of absolute balls without actually having to back up anything you're saying. And it's just if it starts to sound like, is this guy even fucking making a point or is he just babbling? Well, you can just leave things hanging. You can make a point and then if someone goes like, well, you know, what do you mean by that point? I don't know. Well, there's too time. much time, yeah. yeah the, the alarm's there's, gone, There's so not enough time. Just need to maybe, I, I, yeah, I think I need to, yeah, probably have to just get better at it because I think, I mean... That, I don't know if it'd be that. I think I was potentially just like very, very, just coming out with very sort well, of... Well, you know, I think there was some... I think it was, you know, enough. We, I think we got what was, you know, some points across, which were okay. I'm, I'm going to turn my recording off. Yeah. Well, mate, you know, say goodbye to everyone. You've know, got to say goodbye. All right. Okay, right. Goodbye, everyone. That was... Well, Tom, I'll put you on the spot here. I normally get Fiona to do all the admin, but... Oh, God. Where can you find Film Vlog? Is any any idea where you can find the uh, the lads? Where you can find it. Well, you can find it on Twitter. You can find it on Twitter. You can find it on Instagram. Uh, you can find it on Facebook. You can find it everywhere. You can find it on Apple Podcasts. Well, I mean, you know, I think the fans are um, they're going like, "Where's Tom? We need the Thomas. Where is? Oh, where am I? Get him on social media. What's he doing? Well, I am. I am on Facebook, but but just a personal account which I don't use. So um, I won't tell him that. You know, don't all the fans just you know getting all these friends requests? No, no, I don't want to be sort of yeah pillaged by by friend requests. Yeah. No, I, you know, I am I am on uh, this stuff. But Ben generally takes, I mean, from the off, we, we established that, you know, despite Ben really make, doing, his, doing his utmost to try and get me into the social media aspect of all this whole thing, it just didn't, it just wasn't going to happen. No. <laughs> I, just, I just couldn't do it. I'm sorry, guys. It's not that I don't want to interact, but I'm just not, I'm not a social media bloke. I just don't like it. Fiona went on a show recently. 100 Things, 100 Film, what's it called? 100, 100 Things... <laughs> Hundred things I film about you. Hundred, uh, hundred uh, things pod. Hundred things we learnt from film podcast. Oh right, she was on that uh, with with John and Mark. Gotcha. So that was good. So you know, by all means, you know, Tom, I'm trying to haul people out. So I'm trying to haul Fiona out to shows. Yeah. If you want to put yourself forward and go, you know, I'm ready. I'm I'm available just to go on and just represent film flops. Oh please, I'm available. I've got nothing going on. I- I'm literally sitting here waiting for the call. So please get in touch through Ben, of course. 
and just say, look, you know, we want that guy. No problem. Yeah, you know, we'll discuss terms, you know, Tom's fee and all that kind of stuff. But um, you want to hear more from Tom, maybe in an hour or a bit longer than 15 minutes. You know, he's here. He's ready. He's got the polo on. I've got a polo shirt on, you know. He's ready to chat, you know, whatever. Ideally, something like Marvel, maybe. Likes a bit of Marvel. Yeah, yeah, no. No. I think something something a bit more, um, well, I don't know. What about Mamma Mia? No, I mean, I could try Marvel. Huh? What about Mamma Mia? Mamma Mia. Well, I mean, that might be an interesting conversation. Because it's one of these, isn't it, where, you know, sometimes the best conversation comes out. You know, maybe I'll have a, bit, a big epiphany talking about it and oh, be maybe, like, yeah. do you know what, this isn't dog shit. This is good. Maybe you think, God, you know what, Piers Brosnan can actually sing really well. Yeah, and the, and those dungarees on Meryl Streep look look great. It's it's fantastic. Yeah, Julie Waters is actually um she's a decent actress. She's actually not unbearable. She's nice. Yeah, yeah. I like her. Maybe I like her vibe. Um. Yeah. Anyway. I mean, maybe. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. 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 Just reach out, as Tom said. Reach out, everything. please. You know, we're there. Yeah. I'm ready. We're there. All right. Yeah. All right, guys. Nice. Right. Until next time. Bye. Cheers. Hello and welcome to What's Our Seat Number. If you're listening to this trailer, you're deciding whether or not you're going to listen to this podcast. Good. But chances are, we've lost you already. Good. Wait, what? No, come on, Matt. What? Well, I Why? mean, it takes, it takes what, like 10 seconds for people you're to lose interest in things? I am not being defeatist. defeatist. They've you gone are. already. It's for now. Well, now they are because we started arguing, so we've both sort of driven them out. Well, go right, on, just then. Go on tell, to tell the dead air who we are. Okay, the dead air. The dead air. The cadaver. The people who aren't listening anymore. I'm taking control. You introduce yourself. And then I'll introduce myself, and then we'll talk a little bit about what we're doing, right? It's going right, to sound right, more professional right, right. that okay, way. Go. Okay, okay. Uh, I'm Johnny Gross. I am a filmmaker and a film fan and fanatic and obsessive. Good. Very good. That was very well done. Very professional. You sounded like you're in control and almost like you know who you are. All right, then. And who are you? I'm Sai. I'm a 3D artist and a game designer, a film fan. Uh, I'm your brother as well. Really? So we're going to be talking about some of our favorite movies and hopefully some of yours as well. There's going to be trivia behind the scenes. Do you want to tell the listeners why we've called this podcast What's Our Seat Number? You really came to the right person with fielding this question because I feel that I can take this story and really bring it to life. Okay, so one time we went to go and see a film in the cinema and I asked, What's Our Seat Number? Fantastic. Was it good? Yeah, yeah. I did it for you. It's great. If you want to hear more, you can check out the rest of our episodes. We're hosted by Podbean, but you can also find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music or Audible, TuneIn Alexa, Listen Notes, and now on iHeartRadio, Player FM, and Podchaser. So pretty much wherever you get your podcasts. Please don't forget to review, like, and rate, and keep listening, because the more you listen, the more we'll be able to produce. Bye. Ta-ta. Ta-ta.